You're listening to the Entrepreneur Ignited Podcast, where we aim to simplify online business so you can make more money. Now, here's your host, Derek Gale. Hi, everyone. Derek Gale here, and welcome to the Entrepreneur Ignited Podcast. And uh, I'm really excited about our guest today, a gentleman by the name of Jeff Ronning. And not only is uh, Jeff a very successful entrepreneur online. He's also an expert and authority surrounding what I would consider to be one of the most powerful selling tools uh, that we have available as online businesses today. And that tool that I'm referring to is webinars. Uh, So first, Jeff, uh, let me say uh, welcome and thank you for uh, taking the time to be here today. My pleasure, Derek. My pleasure. Awesome. And, uh, you know, over the next uh, about 45 minutes, I'm going to try and suck as much information out of you as humanly possible, because um, I know you have an immense amount of expertise uh, in the in the webinar space. And uh, as, as uh, you know, many of our listeners are in the process right now of uh, starting growing online businesses. And uh, so before I get into mining your expertise for as much webinar gold as possible. Can you just take a, take a few minutes and just share with us your story? I mean, how did you get to be where you are today running what has become, I think, one of the uh, leading webinar marketing software companies on the internet? One of the... One of the... <laughs> one, <laughs> the... The... <laughs> the leading... <laughs> <laughs> good catch, good catch. <laughs> oh no, I'm just kidding. Yeah, there's a lot of there's a lot of great softwares out there, but uh, you know, still seminars pretty good. Uh, so, um, how did I how did I get started running that? Well, you know, um, I always uh, had a great love of business and entrepreneurship, and um, also the power of the mind, and so. Um, even as a young kid, like in sixth grade, I got in trouble for hypnotizing kids at camp and got in trouble that same year for hypnotizing kids in the bathroom, which sounds really weird now, but, uh, and all that led to a very successful entertainment career in stage hypnosis. And so, um, I had, and still have, uh, the top membership site for stage hypnosis, um, on the internet. It's been years since I've really actively participated in that business. But originally, um, I just assumed that there was automated webinars out there because um, I've always been a huge fan of automation my, my entire life. And so um, for this membership website, I went in search of a system that would allow me to automate my webinars because I was doing a lot of webinars. They were incredibly profitable. But then after a while, you know, you kind of want to slam your head against the wall because you're (laughs) tired of doing the same webinar again and again. Yep. So um, when I looked, I was shocked to see that there there was no automated webinar. Um, And so I uh, thought, well, that'd be simple to make. And boy, was I wrong about that. Um, it took uh, over two years and a lot of really terrific, unbelievably powerful programmers that couldn't even do the job until I stumbled onto to one person that could. 
Um, and so originally, Stell Seminar wasn't made for Stell Seminar, it was made for me. And um, I was lucky enough in that business to have a lot of what would be commonly referred to as internet gurus that were clients of mine. And they started to see what I was doing. Um, and they asked to, to, to use it. And finally, my wife said, you know, Jeff, you should take their money and you should let them use it. <laughs> so uh, that's how Stealth Seminar came to be. So, you know, let's, let's take, a, take a step back. I mean, we're throwing around terms like Stealth Seminar and automated webinars. And, and uh, you know, we know exactly what it is because we've been using it for years. But, I, you know, when I use that terminology when I'm speaking at events and stuff like that, people go, what, you know, what's an automated webinar? What's a stealth seminar? And uh, so g give us the rundown. What, what the heck are we talking about? Sure. So a webinar itself is a presentation that is given online. Um, it's a presentation from one or multiple people to many. So just like a meeting, you know, like a seminar at a hotel, only it's all done electronically. And uh, the webinar can be used to, um, you know, to distribute any content you would distribute any other way. So it could be used to, to teach people. It could be used to sell. It could be used to um, offer content. Um, and anything else you want to. So traditionally, webinars have always been done via manual labor, just like if you were speaking in that hotel room. So a person has to plan it out on their calendar, has to make sure their internet's working, has to get on and has to deliver the presentation and has to deal with any technical hiccups that might occur during that. Um, an automated webinar, has unbelievable, to me and many other people, has unbelievable advantages because it's not manual labor. What it is, is you get the opportunity to create the exact presentation you want, you record it, and then you automate it. So I could record it once and I could play it 24 times a day if I like. And I can choose to either have that automated webinar look live, I can choose to make it obvious it's not live, or I can choose to not say anything and just allow the attendees to come to their own conclusions as to if it's live or if it's not. Um, so it really is all about taking that manual labor out of it, taking all those technical issues, taking all that stuff that goes on in our daily lives. If we're in a good mood, a bad mood, having trouble at home, sick, whatever it is, taking all that out of the picture, creating the most powerful presentation we can for the attendees, and then automating it so that it runs on its own. And, you know, I mean, I love this concept. It's, you know, I've done a lot of webinars. I've done a lot of speaking. And, you know, the fact is, is, is you know, sometimes you, you hit it out of the ballpark, right? And you have this fantastic presentation. Um, but then the next time you're just off, right? And so, you know, the power that is exactly what you just said here is you take the absolute best 
And then that's what you use going forward. And that creates, I think, from my perspective, a lot more consistency, a lot more reliable results than having to be on, on every you know, every single time. Now, you know, one of the things that I think a lot of people have trouble wrapping their heads around, though, is this whole, it appears to be live, okay? And, mm -hmm. you know, one of the questions I get is, well, what do you mean it appears to be live? Is it live? Is it not live? Is there a hybrid of that? Is there any, you know, ethical issues surrounding having a webinar that appears to be live, but it's not live? So, you know, what's your take on that? Sure, sure. Those are all great considerations. And, you know, some of those questions, I think, can only be answered by the individuals themselves. Mm -hmm. Having said that, um, you know, I think in the world today, in business today, you know, entrepreneurs um, rely on a lot of automation. And so automated webinars are obviously kind of the newest type of automation in business. Um, but I don't see them as any different as like all the other automation that entrepreneurs rely on every day, whether that's personalized mail, whether that's drip marketing, whether that's um, autoresponders, you know, I mean, like, for instance, if, if people are using an autoresponder, they're probably not starting out their email saying, this is not a live email that was written today. This was actually written in December of 2011. <laughs> right? Exactly. And so the webinar for me is the exact same thing. Now, I personally, this is the way I feel about it, and I'm not saying it's right for someone else and they have to feel this way, but my comfort level is to not say this is a live event. My comfort level is just to say, hey, we got a webinar. It's going to be this day. It's going to be this time. And then allow the people to come to their own conclusions. Now, in all likelihood, most of them are going to come to the conclusion that it is live. And that's incredibly valuable because something magical happens when they're having a live experience, even if that live experience is automated. Um, you, you get a much deeper connection with somebody. Um, and And so if you like, I can talk about that or we can just jump on to the yeah, absolutely. No, keep, keep going with it. Absolutely. So, you know, tonight um, someone could get online, they could go to YouTube and they could watch, you know, whatever it might be, Tony Robbins videos or uh, Britney Spears or, you know, whoever. But there's going to be a whole group of people, thousands that are also going to be going to a venue. They're gonna leave their house, they're gonna get babysitters, they're gonna drive downtown, they're gonna fight traffic, they're gonna pay for parking, they're gonna you know, be subjected to security, they're gonna go be seated in some tiny crummy seat where they can hardly see this, pre this presentation, but they're gonna do that because of that magic, that connection, and the webinar has the exact same effect because when people are on the webinar and the presenter is there and they preserve they perceive that presenter is giving up their time energy effort expertise well then you develop rapport you develop relationships you develop trust in ways that you cannot duplicate i mean it's 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 really incredible what you can accomplish when you're able to do that and 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 it really 
you know, one of the side effects that, that many people come to realize after doing webinars, and I think it's the most, probably the most um, surprising thing to them, is how much their attendees, their prospects and their clients appreciate webinars. It really turns them into that authority, that celebrity. And yet it does it all automated. I, absolutely. And, uh, you know, I mean, just to, to back up what you're saying there, um, I, I run a lot of webinars and it's been one, I think, one of the most powerful tools I've implemented in my business. And, and two things. Um, first of all, uh, creating a connection and creating that authority with your audience through a webinar is very powerful. And when I started doing regular webinars that were live, actual live webinars for uh, my members, for my students, it, it created a, a level of a connection with those people where they felt like they knew me, which we could never recreate via email. Now, one other thing that I want to go back to that you just mentioned, which is, is so, so true, is when there's a live event, the response rate is massively higher, even if it's perceived as live, okay? Even if it's, we know it's been scheduled, but if it's a one time scheduled at a specific time, the response rate is is so much better. And I've, I've tested this, okay? I've taken uh, following events, stuff like that, where I've, I've said, okay, I've got a live webinar and you have to schedule to attend versus, hey, here's a recording of a presentation. Everything else being equal, the presentation, the selling around what's in that presentation, uh, you know, I can't remember the exact numbers off the top of my head, but positioning it as a live event, a live webinar they have to attend, it's it so massively outperformed just putting a recording or a video up that, um, it, you know, webinars just make sense. And, uh, you know, I, I just don't feel enough, I don't feel enough people use them. And I think a lot of people getting started are, um, they're scared to. Right, they're 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 afraid to get on a webinar um, and be what they perceive to be as as live, and that's that's kind of intimidating for people. Now, you know, you've been doing this for a long time. You're obviously very comfortable on that. But what, you know, what do you say to the the beginner who's just getting started, going, "Well, I don't know if I can do a webinar. How how am I going to get up and do this live?" Well, you know, the beautiful thing about automated webinars is that uh, they don't have to do it live. Um, so from the standpoint of, of addressing this, uh, you know, in my opinion, you'd be far better off to do all automated webinars for some of the reasons we've, we've already talked about as well as additional ones. And when you create and record the automated webinar, you don't have any stress. You don't have any worry. You don't have any concerns because you have no pressure. I mean, if you flub up a little bit, you just re-record it um, and so that's the beauty of of automated that's one of the many beauties of automated webinars particularly for people that are uncomfortable giving presentations yeah there's nothing that can go wrong that anybody's going to notice because you'll just record it until you're happy with it yeah exactly exactly okay so now, now I want to shift gears and uh, I want to get into the real powerful stuff. And, and you know, I had you know, a bit of an ulterior motive to get you on this call today because I know you're sitting on a absolute wealth of knowledge. Um, you know, you have a unique advantage. If the number I read was correct, you've run over 
is it 7 million webinars through your system? Yes. Yes. So, I mean, I, that's just an unfathomable amount of webinars. And so, you know, in the world of marketing, that kind of, the visibility uh, into that kind of data is invaluable. I mean, you have a front row seat uh, to see what's working across multiple different industries, multiple different businesses on webinars. So now what I'd like to do is, is, you know, ask you for the good stuff. And I, you know, it's, it's kind of a tough question. Um, but Today, in uh, where are we at? August 2015, webinars have been around for quite some time now. Automated webinars have now been around for some time. Um, you know, what are the, let's say, three to five things that if you want to be successful on your webinar, you need to be doing? And let me, um, let me clarify that. When I say successful, I'm looking at this from a marketing standpoint. Whenever I do a webinar, uh, unless I'm just doing a training webinar for one of my membership communities, when I'm do if I'm doing a webinar, most of the time I'm trying to create some kind of action, some kind of outcome, whether that be to move someone further through a funnel or to, or, or to take them across the line in a sale, whatever that may be. Um, so what are the top three to five things you see people need to be doing today in their webinars to get the desired outcome they want? Yeah, that is a good question. <laughs> <laughs> um, three to five things. Um, just thinking through my mind so I can make sure I deliver. You know, um, I would say, um, We'll talk about the presentation, um, okay. and 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 then we can talk about like. Uh, well, let's start with the presentation first off. I think you know a lot of people. <clears throat> they get their education from attending other webinars, and a lot of times what ends up happening is they end up, you know, kind of uh, following the formula of some webinars that they've attended. But the problem is they don't know if those webinars have been successful or not. Um, and so they end up basically following formulas for failure <laughs> oftentimes. <laughs> oftentimes. Yeah. Um, so if I were to take three to five things and, and, and really talk about, um, you know, what, what it is that, that is important. You know, you just talked about one, and that is that you come up with a goal. You come up with a goal of what you want, whether it's to change a belief or whatever it is. So, you know, it, I think it's imperative uh, that you have that goal. Um, and then I also have a concept that I call kill shot. I'm not really a violent person. It just sounds dramatic. Um, and the kill shot is what is the number one thing that when somebody gets off the webinar, what is the number one thing that has to be in their head that they believe 100%? Now, this typically comes down or it should come down to like a one sentence concise statement. And our goal is obviously to get everybody to convert on every webinar, but we know obviously that's not, you know, that's not yeah. realistic. But if we do a good job, particularly with the kill shot, if I know when I get off uh, Derek's webinar, if I know that I 100% can build my own business and start having income within, let's say, 30 days, if I didn't convert on your webinar, 
if that kill shot makes it to my mind, and if I believe it with all my heart and soul, even if I didn't buy on your webinar, I've got to convert, you know, within a matter of a day or two. And so I really, you know, I think it's important to have the kill shot, something that is concise, that is simple, and that the entire webinar is going to be molded around so that when that person gets off that webinar, they absolutely 100% believe that. And that belief in and of itself is going to motivate those that did not take action to take action. Um, I think the second thing is that most people start off their webinars terrible. It's like, you know, oh, okay, who's here? Oh, great. We're going to wait a few more minutes, you know. And, you know, starting off your webinar is so important that you, you do it right, you hit it hard, and you create a really compelling opening. Not a, not a, you know, it doesn't have to be super slick. It doesn't have to be like your Mr. Pro, but it has to be professional in the sense that you're not wasting your attendees' time. You know why you're there, and you make it abundantly clear to the attendees why they're there because those first few minutes, they're making decisions. And there's a lot you can do that will carry through your entire webinar. When you get that wrong, people aren't hooked. People don't end up staying. They end up dropping off. They have a lesser opinion of you. They might get, you know, irritated with you. Um, they might have, you know, rushed to get home. They might have, you know, uh, taking steps to be sure they're on time. And if you're not starting on time, it's disrespectful. And it's going to paint a really incredibly negative image of you. Um, the fourth thing I would say is you wanna make sure that you're providing incredibly valuable content so that your webinar attendees stay on your webinar. Um, I was working with somebody just a couple weeks back and they have over a 90% stick rate, which is really terrific. They did not have that a couple months ago. You know, they had like a, I don't know, maybe like a 20, it was 20, 20 some percent. So when you change the value of the content and you add some psychology and you really hook people and you start them right, obviously your webinar is gonna be incredibly successful if you're keeping 90 some percent on versus 20 some percent. Um, and I would say the, um, the fifth thing is that the people don't have a, the presenters don't have a good sense of how to create an offer. Um, they don't understand the psychology of the offer. They don't understand how to really transition. Most people are still trying to do a sneak up sort of offer where it's like all of a sudden they're, hey, I'm Jeff, I'm here to help you. And then all of a sudden they go into the pitch and it's like they're meek, they're uncomfortable. It feels funny to them. It feels funny to the attendees. Everybody gets kind of squeamish and it kills the sales. So those are the five things. Fantastic. That I see. And I, and I was just taking notes there because um, you just, there tons, tons of good tips in there. Um, now, 
I, as, as we were going through that, more questions were coming into my mind. So, um, because you get to see so many different webinars out there, uh, you know, here's a couple questions for you. Uh, first of all, what is your preference or what do you see work the most? Now, having a, when you're doing a webinar, obviously you can have a live webcam. People can actually see you live or you can take the slide route. So you can prepare a slide deck using PowerPoint and you can be talking your way through um, like you would with a live presentation with a PowerPoint. Now, what's your preference and is there one or the other that you see is the most effective? Yes. Highest converting would be to start off with your face on a camera. So you start off live um, and you uh, introduce yourself briefly. Um, there's, a, there's something you can do that is staggeringly powerful here. Um, and that is also admit a fault. So you admit a fault that is verifiable by your attendees. Mm -hmm. So I don't. So I wouldn't say, "Oh, uh, you know, I'm not good at soccer." I'd say, "Geez, um, welcome to the webinar. I'm just looking here on the monitor. I, I really need to lose some weight." Now that's something they can verify. They can see. So, or you know what, my teeth or my hair, whatever it is. But you make it something they can verify. And you don't make a big deal out of it. You just drop mm -hmm. it in there and say, hey, welcome to the, geez, I'm looking at this monitor. I really, I really need to lose some weight. Anyhow, let's get started and then go into the slides. And the slides don't have a live action shot of you, but have a picture of you on the slides. And that will be the highest converting. Got it. Okay. So it's a bit of a hybrid model there. Now, uh, next question for you. And, and this, this is one that I, I, you know, I hate it when people ask me the average question, but I'm going to ask it anyway, sure. <laughs> because an average is exactly that. Right. Um, but what is the average or recommended length for a webinar um, that is not just a pure content teaching one, but one where you're trying to get an action, an outcome? So, you know, it's going to differ a little bit um, based on who the who the who the attendees are. So let's say it's somebody that knows you. Let's say it's it's hey, somebody knows that Derek's been around forever. He's done all this cool stuff. I'm a huge fan of his. Um, those people that get on your webinar are going to, you know, you can do a longer webinar and and you're going to be fine. For the colder traffic, so by longer, what I refer to as longer is, you know, two, two hours max for most people. Yeah. Uh, probably closer to 90 minutes or 75 minutes. For the cold traffic, <clears throat> uh, it'd be much better to be in the 60 minute to 75 minute range. Um, no more than that. Now, there's a lot of people out there that do longer webinars. Um, and so I should probably talk about them just just briefly. Um, and so the person that comes to mind for me right now who does really terrific longer webinars is Frank Kern. Now, Frank mm -hmm. Kern is awesome. I mean, uh, you know, I love the guy. But sometimes people watch what Frank Kern's doing and they think, oh, I'll do a webinar like Frank Kern. You know, Frank Kern did a three-hour webinar he did like, let's say he did a 75 minute presentation and then he answered questions for 75 minutes. So I'll do that. Mm 
Mm-hmm. Um, but what they don't realize is that they're not Frank Kern. Frank Kern can do that and should do that. So I'm not in any way suggesting that he shouldn't do what he does. Yeah. But Frank Kern is a huge celebrity. Yes. So if somebody has that same sort of celebrity, why then that gives them the ability to do something like that. But unfortunately, a lot of people that see that duplicate it without giving it some thought are then disappointed because what happens is since they don't have that celebrity, people are not going to naturally hang on their on their every word. In fact, yeah. what people are going to do is get tired of listening to them and bail. And that's yeah. the worst thing that can happen because if they're tired of you for free, they certainly don't want to pay more money to listen to you. So, um, so you know, uh, uh, probably much more thorough, longer answer than you wanted, but... <laughs> no, that, 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 that's good. And, you know, I want to go back for a second. When you said cold traffic, now, make sure we're on the same page, like cold visitors. How do you define a cold visitor? Someone that doesn't have a relationship with you. So... It can be traffic that you're getting from, um, let's say, Facebook, you know, pay-per-click, or traffic you're getting from Facebook, your your timeline, like your free posts, but the people don't really have a relationship with you. It could be traffic you're buying from Google pay-per-click. It could be traffic that's landing on your website, but doesn't have a relationship with you yet. Got it. Okay. So we're on the same page for that. Now you're saying with cold traffic, you can typically hold them for 60, 75 minutes. With a good webinar. Yes. Excellent. I'm saying that's the, that's, that is the highest converting. Yes. Sure. Okay. And so, so now let's talk about that. We're trying to create an outcome. Let's say I'm trying to uh, sell my consulting services or something like that. Okay. So now when we start the webinar, it's going to be an education based webinar, but we're trying to create this outcome. And I've seen it done many ways. I've personally done it many ways. Um, now what is your belief that there should be, uh, a, a setup for that sell in the beginning, like effectively letting people know that, Hey, I'm going to teach you. And then we're going to talk about more how we can work together. Or do you leave the close to be a little bit of a surprise at the end? Or do you, you or are you seeding it throughout? Seeding it throughout. Okay. So, uh, and I, and I totally agree with you on that. I think, um, I mean, honestly, I think you should be through the entire thing, seeding that process. So there isn't a surprise at the end. Um, all right. So, Here's, a, 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 I think, something I see, a mistake that I see all the time, and it's, it's how the call to, yeah, to action is created, right? Um, and I see it, people overcomplicate it, um, they make it too many steps. Um, what is an effective way or the most effective way to take people from a webinar to create an action, uh, whether it be an order, a sale, uh, an opt-in? How do you go about doing that? Are you just giving them the URL? Uh, are you pushing them to a page with your software? What is your recommended uh, way of going about this? So I just want to make sure I got your question right. So what technically is the best way to get them to take action on the webinar? Is that is that the... Is that yeah, the- I get... Yeah, yeah. I mean, you, that was a much more concise way to sure. say it. Sure. So... <laughs> um, so um, and by the way, before we go, before we finish up, let me tell you how you can get at least an 80% webinar show up rate. 
Um, oh, so yeah, the best sure. way would be with a link that's in, that is available for people to click right on the webinar. So they click the link, they go straight to, if it's a purchase page, they go straight to the purchase page. If it's apply for a strategy session, they apply right there. And, and th that's one of the beauties, I think, of stealth seminars. I, I mean, if you're running webinars on GoToWebinar, stuff like that, it's, it's much more difficult to have links appearing at the right times and stuff like that. But that's, I think, one of the strengths of stealth seminars. Um, now, you just said something, and it was in line with where I was going, and I want to hear this. How do you get an 80% show up rate on your webinars? Well, don't you think we should save that for near the end, Eric? <laughs> Okay, 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 okay. Yeah, we'll we'll save that. Oh, you got me all excited because um, <laughs> it was on my list. I wanted to talk about registration and getting people to show up. But okay, um, now let's talk about selling on webinars and and price points. And you know, what are you seeing from a price point perspective where people are having success uh, with webinars and and selling? It's really, you know, it's a wide variety. I'm, uh, you know, it's anywhere from $7 to literally, I work with a lot of people that sell houses on, on webinars. Uh, they sell uh, real estate, you know, lots on webinars. Mm -hmm. um, and so in those cases, you know, it's typically in the thirty-five dollars to $45,000 range. Um, now, from the standpoint of what makes sense <clears throat> if you're promoting it and paying for traffic, then you'd want to have a product that's at least $250 or at least a, you know, a lifetime customer value of $250. Even better if it's closer to, to $500 because then it's really, it makes it much easier, you know, it's, once you get all your numbers in, in line, you can drive as many clients as you like to your webinar and you can acquire those clients. You can acquire them right away and you can uh, acquire them at a profit. Got it. Yep, absolutely. Uh, you know, and you know, one of the reasons I asked that question as well, and, and I think you said it, um, is the beauty of webinars is it's not from my perspective, like the traditional e-commerce, you know, sales page where there is an upper end to how much somebody will go and click a buy now button and spend on a website through sort of an online sales process. What I see is sort of the paradigm changes is when you have that live event in that webinar and, you know, to the point of uh, real estate, you know, one of the businesses I'm involved in and a partner in is a, a large property investing uh, portal. And uh, my business partner in that, you know, he he started a uh, a property investment fund, okay, where people were were investing money into this fund, and he was then investing, and through primarily webinars alone. So the the fund a total maxed out, he's raised seventy five million dollars, and well over half of that was raised off of webinars, right? So you know, it just it, every day it blows my mind the ability for webinars to um, create an outcome that you could not create in a traditional, you know, sales page. Uh, and it, it's that live event that I find so powerful. So, um, all right. So, you know, then before we get to this 80% and it's killing me, but I got one more question for you. And, and that is, um, you know, there's, there's a lot of businesses out there where they don't have a, a personality. 
right? They're, they're more of a, let's say it's an e-commerce website. It's a brand. There's not necessarily a voice, a personality, but they could still use webinars. How do you advise people to use webinars in businesses where there may not be that voice or personality? Oh, great question. And by the way, you know, I still got a huge smile on my face because to raise 50% of 75 million via webinars is crazy. I mean, that's, you know, that is just, you know, it's, it, that's just incredible, right? Yeah. I mean, that's just amazing. Um, and so that's the sort of stuff that gets me really jazzed. Yeah. <laughs> it um, works, right? <laughs> yeah. You know, it's just, it's amazing the power. You yeah. know, I'm sure at some point in time, something will come along and it'll replace it. But I don't see anything yet. There's nothing that I see, you know. It'll probably be like, uh, I don't even know what it'll be, you know. Well, you, because you know, you know what it is? It's, it, uh, here's what I think it is. I think that it's, it's not going to be webinars are replaced with something. It's just people like yourself driving webinars to become... Um, even better and better, how we can deliver them, how we can create a more, uh, a more engaging live experience, right? Um, right? And then create those with scale. And I think that's what it is. And in fact, you know, I'm, I'm going to go off on a little tangent here. Um, one of my businesses in Australia, I was in Melbourne um, uh, a couple months ago. While I was in Melbourne, Tony Robbins was running an event there. His, um, uh, I forget which one it was, one of his big events. And uh, for the first time ever, Tony wasn't actually there. He appeared as a hologram, a live hologram <laughs> on stage, and he was in the U.S. But he created this live event where people felt he was there. He wasn't there, right? He was not there. He was effectively doing a holographic webinar for these people and, uh, you know, had a tremendous response to that, right? So... I agree. I don't think webinars are going anywhere. I think they're going to continue to evolve um, as technology uh, evolves. And just as a side note, it's up to you uh, to keep evolving that technology. <laughs> <laughs> well, so, I will try. I will yeah, try. So, yeah, so you yeah. got to get to work on that. Um, all right, so we've covered a lot of ground here. And uh, now for the, uh, the, the, the one that you teased us with, and that is, that is show up. And this is a problem with webinars. And I know it's a problem with webinars is getting people to actually turn up. And the numbers I hear across, you know, my members, my students, my customers um, of show up rates, particularly when you're dealing with a person that doesn't have necessarily a, a brand or any sort of celebrity within their industry. So we were talking about Frank a few minutes ago and you said, you know, he can talk for three hours and everybody hangs on his word and they all show up, right? Why? Because he's Frank. He probably can send out two emails and get everybody to show up. But that's not the norm across the industry uh, of people just starting to set up webinars. They're not getting those kind of show up rates. So what are they doing wrong and how are they going to get that 80% that you just teased us with? Sure. Well, all right. So First off, if people don't have, you know, that brand, that that celebrity, <clears throat> that's okay. You know, uh, Still Seminar started, um, you know, it's it's been around for five and a half years now, offering it to other people. And it started really by those early adopters who did have that 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 brand. But you know, through the years, <clears throat> the 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 client base has really changed. <clears throat> and now we have a much higher 
you know, a much higher number of people that don't have that. We, we deal with a lot of people that are, you know, in elective dentistry, uh, plastic surgeons, law, all those sorts of things. So if people are in those sorts of businesses and they don't have that, that status of the guru type person themselves, what they should do is either deliver the webinar themselves or have someone on their staff deliver the webinar. And what they should do is think about what are the three most attractive, compelling, valuable things that they could deliver to their prospects. Um, and they should, they should task somebody with creating that webinar and that will work unbelievably well. And then what that does is that leads us into how can we get these people to show up? Because what ends up happening is, um, as you mentioned, uh, most people have a very low show up rate. Um, you know, the uh, typical show up rate is going to be somewhere around 25 to 35 percent. Um, and so this particular strategy that I'm going to talk to you about, you can do on your own. Um, you can do it right away. And this is for cold traffic. So these are people that are visiting your website but don't have a current relationship with you. Um, or you can use any sort of pay-per-click or whatever it might be. And that is you have the appropriate webinar schedule to get the approximately 80% show up rate. And I'm going to give you that schedule right now. I also have a free download if you'd like to get it. Um, I can give you that URL. That webinar schedule is this. On your webinar registration page, you offer three options for these people to attend these events. Three options, no more, no less. The first option is going to be at the top of the next hour. So if someone visits your web page at 2.30 p.m., it's going to be coming up at 3 p.m. If someone visits your web page at 5.45, it's going to be coming up at 6. If someone visits at 9.15, it's going to be coming up at 10. Now, this schedule is only going to run for 12 hours of the day, so it's not going to run all night because that wouldn't look believable. So your first one is going to be at the top of the next hour. The second option that someone can register for your webinar is tomorrow at 11 a.m. The third option is the day after at 7 p.m. And what you will get by using this webinar registration page schedule options is you will get an approximate 80% show up rate. And I've seen it across all different types of industries, all different types of geographic locations. You know, it is unbelievably powerful. And most people will always choose the top of the hour. If people are, you know, out and about surfing the internet, they probably have some time. They arrive at your page and in their head, they're saying, oh, I'm just in time. Well, I got to wait a little bit, but I'm, but I'm pretty close here. So they register for that. They're already on the event player page. So we don't even, it doesn't matter if our email goes missing and, and, some people might not know this, obviously you do, Derek, but approximately 25% of all email that people want goes missing for one reason mm -hmm. or another. So you take the whole email thing out of the equation, and that's how you end up with an approximate 
80% show up right. Uh, and that's fantastic. I was scribbling notes as you were, uh, as you were uh, revealing that. Um, because I think it is, it is one of the biggest problems people are facing. They're out there, they're buying traffic, they're buying leads. People are opting in saying, yeah, I want to go to this event, but they're not showing up. Uh, and, uh, you know, the top of the hour is that's brilliant. And, and I think what a lot of people listening need to realize is to do a top of the hour type schedule, you can't use a go to webinar type service you need something like stealth seminars that has that technology built in um which uh which which brings me to the i I guess the the final close that i you know i wanted to ask you jeff is uh, tell us a bit about stealth seminars um you know you've created this incredible system and uh you know i think it's it's something that people have a little bit of trouble wrapping their heads around as they're getting started um but quickly explain stealth seminars you know why why is it the the uh service people need for running these types of webinars sure sure um so uh, oh and by the way if people you know if they didn't happen to scribble down all the notes that you did about that they can go to bestwebinarschedule.com and they can get a pdf cheat sheet of that Um, you know still seminar is you know it's it's a service that is unbelievably powerful it can be unbelievably profitable for most people Um, it's incredibly easy to use because Stealth Seminar support is available, and we recommend set up all your events. So, um, you know, it's a tool that you can use that will automate your events. Within that tool, you have your webinar registration pages, you have your webinar thank you pages, you have your webinar event player pages, uh, you have your webinar streaming you have your replay pages so you have everything you need um, to run webinars and um, it's you know it's a it's a tool that again most people find incredibly profitable and we know uh, that once people get a webinar up and running in all likelihood it'll be a success which is why we go to the trouble to set up everything for people Um, because we want them to succeed because when people succeed, obviously we succeed. So, and uh, you know, let me, let me just add on to that because I I've used your service. I've sent lots of lot over the years, lots of people to use your service. Uh, and you know, if there's one thing and there's lots of things, first of all, that sets you apart from any other service I've, I've used, you know, whether it be reliability, uptime, like, I mean, you've got a bulletproof system there. But the thing that truly blew me away when I signed up was the fact that you guys just did all the work for me. I literally took a recording of a podcast, of a webinar that I wanted to play. I filled out a form where you asked me some questions. I gave you this recording and not, not only did they set it up, they integrated it with, with, with my e-commerce system. I was absolutely blown away. And, uh, you know, for, I truly believe for those people that are just getting into this, uh, when you go out and shop the different systems out there, um, you may find cheaper systems than stealth seminars. But what I can tell you from personal experience is you're going to spend 
far more time, far more money, far more aggravation trying to make those systems work. So if you want to just get up and running and have something that just works and have a team there supporting you, um, I, Jeff, you have my endorsement 100% because I've been there and um, it's just fantastic. And, and the fact is, is trying to set this stuff up on your own would be complicated, right? But your team just does it. So yeah, I love it. Absolutely. Well, thank love you it. very much, Derek. I really appreciate that. You know, that's, um, I'm not a technical person myself. Um, and so <clears throat> I wanted to, you know, have this service be appropriate for a person like me that, that isn't technical, that doesn't want to spend the hours, days, you know, uh, and in some cases, weeks and months, um, set this stuff up. So, um, thank you so much for those kind words. I really, really appreciate it. Fantastic. And uh, as we wrap up here, um, is there any uh, resources, websites that you'd like to recommend where people can, uh, you know, get more information about your services, uh, about about webinars? Yeah, if they go to bestwebinarschedule.com, that's that'd be a good starting point. Um, if they want to find out about the webinar system, they can go to stealthseminar.com. And um, either of those two links will uh, give them lots of information and uh, lots of best practices uh, and lots of free courses, articles, blogs, podcasts, and so on. All right. Well, that's fantastic. Jeff, I want to thank you very, very much for being here and, and being so generous with, uh, with what you were sharing and just div divulging all of those uh, best practices. So again, Jeff, thank you very, very much. My pleasure. Thank you very much, Derek. All right, everybody, that was Jeff Ronning, and uh, I hope you guys took a ton of notes there. If you missed any of the URLs, uh, we will be including a transcript and the, in the show notes all the URLs Jeff mentioned there. So once again, thanks very much for attending this Entrepreneur Ignited podcast, and we will see you in the next episode. You're listening to the Entrepreneur Ignited podcast, where we aim to simplify online business so you can make more money. Now, here's your host, Derek Gale.